Oh, welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your man, aka Crazy Crockett, aka Andre's Podcast. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Web. Thank you, uh, Buzzsprout, for distributing my podcast to the whole wide world. I'd like to thank Sean for showing up again. It's so great to be here. This is the latest podcast we've ever done. It's 12.01 a.m. on Friday. And uh, we just came back from the Glass House. One of our most favorite bars. It is. It is my favorite bar in Grand Rapids. It's uh, it's very local. People get into the games. People are there for the games. They're not really there for the food. The food's good. But they're really there for the drinks and everything else. And I just go along because I'm almost on nine months, so... I like the atmosphere, and I met some really cool people tonight. And, yeah, well, I mean, okay, let's put it this way. The first guy we met is Devin, or Devon. I forget his name. Devin, the guy that we use all kind of slur words against you because you uh, said Detroit was going to lose to Dallas Cowboys and Dallas. It's a night game, I guess. Am I right? Yeah, that's a little bit obnoxious for someone to say. We shouldn't even be talking about December games yet, first of all. I mean, we're talking the about the Lions are one and zero. We're talking about the environment that we were in the glass house. That's true. So that's what we're talking about. And then the other buddy, who had you, uh, we made a bet. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about the bets that we made. I took Detroit Tigers to win the game, and Detroit Lions to lose by three and a half. Guess what happened? The Tigers beat the Yankees, and the like Detroit 10-3. Lions ten three. And Detroit Lions beat Kansas City Chiefs. 21-20. And you can't get in better than that. Well, you could have. Um, on my half, um, I suggested that we take field goal to be the last score. I like that. And that was actually a very good way of – because that's how Detroit Lions end games a lot of times in the past. Yeah, and – I had an opportunity to win a little over $960. But the most important one, um, I guess to even be in it at the end of the game was important. Um, there was five and a half, five oh five left um, before the game started. I took the exact score, 24-20. The score is 21-20. Um, the Lions get the ball, march down the field. They're in field goal range. It's third and two. Or they get one more first down. Kansas City uses their last – or Kansas City was, you know, had are playing defense with three timeouts. They got five yards, then they got three yards, and then it was third and two. I needed one stop by the Chiefs to be able to attempt a field goal, and Kansas City called a timeout. Lions got a first down. I mean, obviously the Lions won. That's really, really cool and great. But let's pull this way. All right. So when the Detroit Lions got a ball back, it was just over two minutes. In the fourth quarter, Shaw needed the Lions to not get a first down and kick the field goal, which would be the worst thing for Detroit because they would have left the clock running for Kansas City to march down the field and win by touch. I mean, by uh, by four points. Because but the best were, case scenario, Kansas City would have only had like thirty seconds with no timeouts. Well, yeah, but knowing that the ball, well, what happened was uh, Montgomery got a first down and then the. It was over. It right. was done. It was one of those games that 
If it would have ended 24-20, a $20 bill would have turned into $6,300. Yeah. Yeah. So, so placing that bet was, it was a very good bet and a very risky bet, but it didn't pan out. Mine was a little bit obvious, but not too obvious. I bet 23-21 early this morning, and clearly they didn't hit, but. But it was 17-14 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. So saying that, that was pretty not close, not far away. I did win another bet, though, uh, by uh, Sean's friend, Tony. He said that the Lions were now going to score. The Lions and the Kansas City would not combine and score over 53 points. I took that bet. I liked it. I looked at it as well. I kind of knew that without Kelsey. Kelsey was probably the the very factor of why Detroit probably did not lose that game. I can't tell you one way or another. I think there were a couple of plays in the fourth quarter with 30 and 22 after uh, Kansas City got a couple of penalties for holding a um, couple of uh, false starts. And the guy that could have caught the ball could have had it. If it was Kelsey, that, that would have been a first down and the momentum of the game probably would have been totally different for so can we let's now that we've told you our bets in the breakdown of this, we need to and the Lions won. That's huge. We're one zero. We um, haven't won a game the beginning. We haven't won an opener since 2017. Correct, correct. But let's break this game down. I mean, it worked out. They won. That's important. But. There were some minor and key mistakes in this game and bad coaching. Um, well, again, let's look at the box. Well, let's look at the box score of this game. So, basically. Time of possession, Lions control. Wait, wait, what's, what's <laughs> going on with this thing? Jeez. It's one thing I hate about these websites with the. It's just. Noise. I mean, there's no reason to have noise on there. So basically, on the first drive, I mean, on one of the first drives, Kansas City scores, correct? When they got the ball. And they, went, didn't score. And then it was basically. The next see. play was when they went for the fake punt and their own end, end of the field. Well, well let's, well, well, let's describe how Kansas City scored, though. I can't find it, of course. Actually, no, you're right. The Lions did score first. Yeah, I thought so. Jared Goff so. to St. Brown. Yeah, right. it was a huge play. It was down the field. They they marched the f- down the field, and they were about the 25-yard line. But it was the second possession. Oh, uh, yeah. St. Brown got open on a slant receiving, I think, and he ran it in. It was huge. So the second, so when the Kansas City went down the field themselves, in the second quarter. They didn't score. Kansas City didn't score for a whole quarter. So you got to give good good defense to the Lions in the first quarter. Well, yeah. I mean, Hutch, uh, uh, Hutchinson was attacking. There's so many plays out there that they, got, they almost got to him. They didn't get to him. It was just – and there's a lot of unfortunate no calls for holding on, on, on their behalf, on their offense that didn't get called. But we got lucky. They got uh, the win. 
So I Rashid scored off Patrick Mahomes. Uh, He's a wide receiver. He's Rashid Rice. Yeah, and and that's was about eleven minutes in the second quarter. And then there was a few possessions in between. Nobody scores. Kansas City. No, they actually. Actually, the end of the third quarter. No, at the end of the second quarter, Kansas City scores again. That's what I was going to say, at the end. But yeah. no one scored for ten and a half minutes. So that was like 14-7. So in the first quarter, it was 7-0. Uh, same Brown. But the thing you forgot to mention was it was a third in freaking like 11 yards. And Mahomes hit a receiver and it ended up being fourth and two, but there was a holding play and Oh yeah, okay. Stupid coaching uh, gave Mahomes the ball and a third and twenty two instead of making it fourth and three. So what which happened? Is dumb. Okay, okay, so what happened dumb. The, so what happened at the end of the second quarter was that there was a penalty on Kansas City for holding Detroit's defense line guy. Don't know who it was, but it was one of our guys. Detroit, Dan Campbell decided to accept the penalty and give the baby a, goat another chance to get a first down. So it was basically third down and 15 and 20. And instead no, of fourth and like four. Yeah. But I still think that I still think they would have gone for it. But because it was at the end of the quarter. And well, remember the momentum, if you stop somebody on fourth and four, it's a hold. A fourth and four is a big difference than a third and 17 or 20. Lions might have had momentum. What if they stopped them on that fourth and four? What if Detroit would have went down and scored a field goal and took the lead 10-7 instead of being down 14-7? Yes, everything ended up panning out. The Lions won. But you have to say... It was a bad judging call, and there's no way you decline that penalty. Well, yeah, there's no way you decline that penalty. You're right. You're right. I do think that Campbell sometimes is still. I don't know if he understands. I just think that sometimes he thinks our defense is better than what it is. It's going to get there. It's going to be there by the mid end of the season, hopefully. But when you got the first game of the season, uh, a couple of players on both sides uh, were cramping up. You're going to have to make better judgment calls as a head coach. That's what a head coach is supposed to do: not put your players in jeopardy, uh, jeopardize them so that a big play happens to Mahomes. Because Mahomes is what is a big guy. He's a big guy that likes to make big plays, makes things look easy and then hard. And it's just, it's a wonderful player to watch. I love watching Mahomes, but you can't give him a second, third chance. So to make this, you know, obviously now we're looking at technically Campbell made a great call on a fake punt previous couple in the first quarter. In the first quarter. But then he blows it in the second quarter. So he made a good choice, made a bad choice. But then at the end of the half of those 34 seconds with two timeouts, why are we throwing four-yard slants, a six-yard slant? And then finally, you threw maybe a 20-yard slant, and it could have worked and if they would have caught the ball. But 
the other plays in between there, you know, that first half coaching, I want to say, was a little more on the negative hand. But the second half, I want to say, is a lot more positive. Well, let's put it this way. Campbell sometimes coaches the team like he's a rookie coach sometimes. And he really does. I think he overthinks stuff. Like, I'm surprised he went on fourth down and faked a punt. At his own 20-yard line. Oh, 35. Somewhere around that. 20 and 35. So that is a... I mean, that in itself is... The momentum of the game was really dragging. It was really slow. Lions seemed to be very overwhelmed a little bit. But I guess by doing that play, it kind of opened up the hearts and the fire in Detroit. And that's something that I think Campbell needs to understand where he is at on the position of the field to do more stuff like that or not to do stuff like that. Yeah, it's fourth and two at his own 17. Oh, he's really in 17. So you were right. 17. I was I thought that was like the 30-yard line or something. But I, I, I'm i just mind-boggled. So by, so going into this play, when, when uh, Kansas City scores with less than 30 seconds left, Kansas City was going to get the ball again in the second half. So that's a double whammy. So there's, there's this element of you just don't trust a defense coordinator making an offensive uh, cause or defense, bad defense cause. So we go to halftime down 14-7. You know, we come out strong in the second half. You know, Mahomes is marching down the field. Wait, wait, wait. And wait. then. Wait, 11.50 oh. to go in the second half in the third quarter. We th- uh, That's what I was just going to say. At 10.54, he threw a pick. Yeah, and Mr. Brian Branch runs it for 50 yards. And he scores a touchdown. So, and he's an Alabama boy, right? Alabama. So, that in itself just raised up the whole floor, the whole atmosphere at the glass house, everywhere you can think of. It was what Detroit needed. They needed that player right away in the second half so that they didn't give Mahomes and Kansas City that home lead. Home and court advantage, and yes, that massive leaf, because if they, because if that didn't happen, and they can't say they did score, you go up twenty-one-seven, or you go up even seventeen-seven, you're looking at a different ball game. Yeah, yeah, it's a true story. So, by 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 two minutes and ten seconds left in the third, Kansas City kicks a field goal, and it's seventeen-fourteen. So at this time. We're thinking, does Sean have a chance? To win $6,300. And as a result, no, of course not. But the fourth quarter, let's talk about the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter with 12 minutes, 11 seconds left. Another field goal happens. So but now, at this point, they're marching down the field, and I'm thinking, okay, I have no more shot. You know, Lions got to stop them if I even have a chance. And, you know, the Lions stop them. And now we're at 20 to, you know, 14, and i am still got life with – you know, 12, 11, I need 10 points. So I still had a chance. Yeah, so the score is 14. 14 Detroit, 20 Kansas City. So less than about seven minutes to go. Mr. Montgomery goes in for a touchdown. 
for nine yards, 75 yards, uh, marching down the field with five minutes, five minutes left to go in this 21-20. That five minutes and all five seconds was the longest that I ever sat through with a Detroit lead. How do you feel? How do you think I felt? Dude, that was crazy because I didn't really think that they were going even – I didn't think the score was going to end like that. I thought maybe it would be like 27 to 21 or 27 to 24, Kansas City or something. I don't know. But, I mean, if you want to look at the – if you want to look at the box scores, you had – well, let's go to Jerry Goff. Let's go with the winner's side first. So we have So we have Jerry Goff with 23 for 35, 253 yards. Fuck off. So the crazy thing is with, like you said, there was four or five minutes left. And this is when it got crazy. When it, the clock started to tick, we're at 225. It's second and 10 at the 45-yard line, Kansas City ball. And then they get a penalty. Then it's second and 20 at the Kansas City 35. And then it's third and 20 at the Kansas City 35. And I'm thinking, now they still have three timeouts. I'm thinking Kansas City's going to punt the ball. And then all of a sudden I look at the screen and Mahomes is out there getting ready to go for it on fourth and 20. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my God. Kansas City still has three timeouts even if they blow this. And the Lions are in field goal range. So at this point with freaking, you know, two minutes or a minute and 55, I thought I had a chance. I thought I had a real good chance actually. And then, you know, my then from there so okay so uh, let's go back to this it's fourth and 20 we got 23 for 35 253 7.2 yards one touchdown no interceptions and 94 percent of ratings the running back of the day i mean to tell you the truth Detroit had a total of 118 yards of of rushing. Montgomery, 21, 74 yards, 3.5 yards carry, one touchdown. Jamal Gibbs, seven carries, 42 yards, 6.0 per carry. I'm going to tell you this. Towards the, the end of the game, when we needed a run or two like that, Gibbs was the other running back. Gibbs was the jet. Now we go to our receivers, and the leading receiver is by default is actually Reynolds, Josh Reynolds with four receptions, eighty yards, twenty yards per per catch, and his longest one is thirty three yards. The man of the hour, I think, should be Roy Sam Brown with six. Reception, 71 yards, 11.8, one touchdown. His longest one was 21 yards. Uh, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? And here's, like, here's an amazing thing, Raleigh. 
Sam Laporto, our rookie, five yard, five receptions, 39 yards, 7.8. Caliph uh, uh, Raymond, one, 20 yards, one reception, 20 yards, 24 yards, of course. But to be honest with you, with Detroit, that's moving the ball everywhere. And to be honest with you, we didn't see that a lot two years ago. We saw that a lot last year, and now we're seeing this again this year. Everyone's getting the ball, not just one person. So, <clears throat> Jared Goff actually outplayed Mahomes, too. 22 of 35, 253 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. While Patrick Mahomes was 21 of 39 with 226. Yes, Mahomes had two touchdowns, but he threw one interception. So I would still give the edge to actually Jared Goff, right? Exactly. And remember, the ball that uh, that Mahomes threw an interception was just because the receiver didn't catch. I mean, he the ball bounced off his hands. So that wasn't really Mahomes' fault. But he's going to get the, the blame for it. Uh, but let's think about Kansas City receivers. Uh, a rushing. Let's see how Patrick Mahomes... Six carries, 46 yards, 45 yards, 7.5 per carry. Isaiah, what's his name? Pacheco. No, Pachu. No, for Kansas State Russian. Pacheco. Pacheco. He has eight carries, 23 yards, 2.9, and it looks like he got hurt. He, I don't know what was wrong with him. He didn't play he did a lot. He come out, back out in the second half. He did or did not? Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clyde Edwards, Hilary, like Hilary, six carries, 22 yards, 3.7 carries. Didn't really do much. Kansas City's got a lot of issues going on because they also have, for the, for the receiving, they had Marquez Vedas Scanting, which is from... Green Bay Packers land, right? Two receptions, 48 yards, 24 point per catch. Didn't really do much. Uh, Justin Watson, two receptions, 45, 22 yards. A lot of these guys, I mean, and then Isaiah Pachu, uh, Pacheco. I do have to give Pacheco credit, though. For for receptions, 31 yards, 7.8 carry. I, mean, I do have to give credit for the receivers, though, without Travis Kelsey. They did do a decent job, but they also dropped the ball a lot. Kansas City did drop the ball a lot. Look, this game was very more important for Detroit than it is actually Kansas City. And I don't want people to think that this game was everything for Detroit. Because if you, Detroit Lions, live and die by, because of this game, they're going to technically be in a rough spot in the future. So because they won the game, they're very fortunate that they uh, escaped it without Kelsey in the game. The Lions are now in a very good spot because we got Seattle next, then the Atlanta Falcons, then the Green Bay Packers, then the Bucks. I mean, they could win off two, three, four, five. They could be 6-0 and before they play Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think Seattle's going to be a tough game. Well, it I mean, could be either five and one or six and zero. Well, Geno Smith. It depends which one, which Geno shows up. Correct. Right. I mean, but a mediocre Geno with 
Tyler Lockett and, and DK Metcalf. Metcalf and Kenneth Walker as the running back coming home to his home state, the former Spartan. That's all Spartans have for. I mean, and Kirk Cousins. But my point is, though, and this is a rematch of last year. Like, if if Detroit would have beaten Seattle, it wouldn't have mattered on that Packers game last year. So they definitely want revenge. It was a tough loss last year, forty-eight, forty-five. I'm of, there was no defense. Yeah, and I'm kind of surprised. I think there's going to be defense in this game. It's not going to be ninety-three points in this game. Well, you know what. With there's our, no way there's 93 points. Well, no, but with uh, our new guys who came in for Detroit, one from Philly and the other one from Pittsburgh, what's what's their names? Are we talking about coaches or are we talking about players? No players for Detroit that we got, uh, that we, no uh, idea. free agents. Uh, let's see here. I would say that this game is going to be a 31-28 or a 31-24 score. You think so against Seattle? Seattle has more firepower. So Detroit's going to have to put up more points than 21 points. Don't you think? Well, this is what I, I don't know. I think with a de- with a defense, I think it's going to be a lot like this game. I do think I don't think Geno Smith is going to get as lucky as he did last year because we didn't have the cornerbacks like we did this year. And what I, the guys I'm talking about is Emmanuel Mosley. He's not playing yet. Side note, if you have the McDonald's app or you want to download the McDonald's app because the Lions got an interception, you get to buy one and get one free Big Mac tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Anytime that the Lions get an interception, if you have the app, which I'm sorry to say this, I think it's the dumbest fucking thing that you have to download an app. It should just be automatic. If anybody comes in and says, okay, yeah, obviously the Lions got an interception. I don't want to have download another freaking applicate app on my phone because I already have enough. I should still be able to get a goddamn Big Mac buy one, get one free. But, but here, if you want to get the app, get the app. You got to buy one, get one free Big Macs. So the guy I'm thinking of is C.J. Gardner Johnson that came from Philadelphia. That's the guy I'm talking about. Okay. And then we have that rookie that that got an the interception Baker, right? Yeah. Or Bell. I don't know. So with a new defense that we have, new cornerbacks, new safeties, I don't see that game being that high. I don't I mean, I think Geno Smith got lucky that we didn't have a defense cornerback safeties. I really don't. So All I know is that the defense needs to put more pressure on the quarterback. Because, yes, they won this game, but Mahomes had, like, 17 seconds every time he was back there. And he ran for about seven first downs. Well, you got to remember that that game, that okay, you're right. But you know what the problem with that was? Is that we were playing man-to-man. 
And so, it, so I was. What's a just and not play man to man, right? Well. Or but then we won, so I don't know. Well, you know the thing, the problem, the problem is, is that if you play zone, you're gonna let the guys, the wide receivers, pick holes in the spots. And if you do that, you're gonna be in trouble. So and the, Seattle's got better receivers, so we got to go man to man. I don't know. I think you almost have to switch it up here and there. You have to change. I think we got. I think we did some good blitzing. You better have a safety because if DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett get passed. But I, I don't think Lockett's that good. I think he's not that good without Metcalf. I think if you take Metcalf off the field. Well, they're both on the field. Though. No, I'm just saying that if Metcalf was running down the field for 40-yard dash, trying to catch a 40-yard touchdown, and then he dropped it or the ball didn't get there, he's going to be on the sideline for a play. And then Lockett is just kind of like not even – I don't think he's that good. He's not that good unless you have someone like Metcalf on the field. Remember, Lockett was out there returning punts too. Well, yeah, but this is like Lockett is like in his tenth year, right? Mm, <laughs> he's thirty, so maybe it's seven years. Okay, so I don't. I just I don't know. I think the running back. I think look. I think the thing about Detroit is that their front line is good, but they don't finish getting to the quarterback it's very difficult so there's going to be back-to-back games with with Mahomes and Geno Smith they actually have to watch out for that freaking uh rookie from UCLA Jake he's uh what position to play wide receiver well that's yeah maybe you're right maybe that's gonna be a he did really well in the preseason yep Yep, and we don't have our main guy yet because he's been suspended for six games for for gambling at the field, Mr. Williams from Alabama. He has a bad ACL. Well, he had a we were drafted him with a bad ACL. So, who knows what's going that gonna look like? Look, all I know is Detroit won. Detroit Tigers won ten to three. And the Lions. The next two games are at home. The seventeenth. Both one o'clock games. So I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss that game out next week Sunday, but this week I'll I can probably be working. Yeah, yeah, we both be working. But you know, there you have it. It's too almost too late to do this. How crazy is that? Lions tickets cost 171 against Seattle while. The Dallas game costs only $32. It's because no one cares about the Dallas Cowboys. You really got to get over. You guys got to get over Dak Prescott. He's not that good. That's way too far down the road. This is going to be a shorter broadcast. Anyway, the great thing is the Tigers won today. We had a lot of fun tonight at the Glass House. Um, The Lions win. We got college football this weekend. Michigan State plays. Michigan plays. The two biggest games is, you know, Colorado is playing Nebraska. <laughs> what? I still got that live bet. And then uh, Virginia Tech is playing Purdue. But the number one game, college game day, is Alabama versus Texas. Obviously, this is the prodigy of. Nick Saban again, the Saskatoon, uh, Saskatoon, or however you say his name, the former LSU coach. 
Yeah. So what did At Texas. Yeah. And you got baby um, for Texas, baby Manning going up against that Bama defense. Yeah, you know, I'm, that'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know if that's – he's a f- freshman, right? Do they usually start freshmen in college anymore? Well, unless you last – I mean, your name's Manning. You probably start. Unless your name is Manning or Harvard. Or Deion Sanders. Or Deion if you're a Sanders or Manning. Or, or, or Brady. Brady's kids probably start. LeBron James' kids will start in basketball. I mean. But you know what? I don't think his kids are going. Tom Brady's kids are going to play football. I don't oh think they God. don't. I don't think they're that good. But anyway, this spread is seven points. I think they're playing at a neutral site. Who Tennessee and Alabama? Texas. Texas. Uh, oh, Texas Alabama. Yeah, I think they are. I might be wrong. But. No, anyway, well, I hope not. I hate when they do that. It takes away from the team spirit. All right, kids. This is another day in paradise. The Lions are one and zero. That's all that matters. Thank you, Pike. Thank you, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Spotify. Thank you, Buzzsprout Distribution. This is way too late. No, it's great. I'm glad we're here, and this had to be done tonight. It did not need to be done in the morning. This is good. The Lions win. The title will obviously be something with Detroit Lions winning. Well, you know, and now I got five more games left to go over my bet. For the Tigers. For the Tigers. So I'm thankful that this happened. And peace and love. Thanks, Sean. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Detroit. Both Detroits. Love you. And uh, Dallas. Um, uh, it's going to be the Giants on Sunday Night Football. Jerry Jones wants to tell you something. It's a scam. He doesn't care you guys win or lose. He just wants money from you, your fans. All right, that's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. That was so dumb. All right, I'm out.